Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. Hello, friends. Ernie and I are back again with a conversation. Uh, We realized we hadn't done one of these in a while, and since the world has changed quite a bit since the last time we did so, we thought we'd jump back in and do another one. I'm not going to sponsor today's podcast, but I did want to mention, um, actually I mentioned the episode, but I I want to put it here out front. As we, uh, we as a people, we as business owners, we in general go through all of this, go through all these changes, trying to figure out what our new new is. A lot of questions arise and a question that has arisen for me is how can I serve now and profit later? Meaning how can I do my best to help those who are struggling or in need? And when I say profit later, I don't mean do something with the sole intent of making a lot of money from it in the future. What I mean is what can I do now that would benefit others? And continue to grow my base of influence, continue to grow my business. And what I can do as a web developer is help any small business who is in need of tweaks to their website with new language, mentioning new hours, mentioning new services or how their new operating arrangement is going. And so I'm happy to do that on a pro bono basis. If you have a small business and you don't want to pay large agency fees, hourly fees to have your website updated, please go to 2237designs.com. Reach out to me and let me know. I'm happy to do so. You know, as we jump into this conversation, it's becoming apparent that our podcast and I'm sure many, many, many others don't have a whole lot to talk about right now outside of the pandemic. And we are cognizant of that. And we are doing our best to provide as much value and content as we can. You know, this is the way the world is shaped right now. And so, of course, it's going to have a heavy bias on the conversations we have. But we try to structure this particular conversation around how we can set forth now to have the normal that we want in the future, you know, whether that comes to work, passions, creative outlets, or how you live your life with your family, it's important to think now, while we have a fair amount of downtime, what systems 
can we put in place to make sure that when the world starts spinning at normal speed, we can retain those and we can continue having those moments where we sit back and just look at the world in front of us and how we can see the beauty that we've missed for so long. And so that's what Ernie and I talk about. Um, We discuss the things that we're changing now, how we've noticed our personal lenses changing over the last, over the last month and what we are thankful for and what we appreciate um, and seeing others do. Recently, over the last few episodes, I've made it an intention to start recording as soon as the phone calls are connected. <clears throat> so many times a conversation is had where I wished it was recorded because that's just good quality content. So I did so again today when Ernie and I hopped on the call and uh, we talk about his business, my business, and how we can grow each of them, especially in uncertain times. Um, And so I included that here. And so I hope you can get value from it. Before we jump in again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please take a couple seconds to leave a quick five-star review. That goes a long, long way in helping others find out about us. And then uh, if you're on the Instagram please feel free to follow us at One Mosaic Life. Thank you so much again and enjoy. Welcome to the Mosaic Life podcast. Life is an art, every moment a picture painted in time. The color, texture, lighting, all context. The Mosaic Life vision is to cast a warm glow on your masterpiece, highlighting the struggle while showcasing the culmination of years of hard work. Join us for guided meditations, interviews with authors and leaders, and engaging conversation as we explore the depths of our consciousness. Yeah, and for me, man, I don't, it's honestly, it's a, it's a challenging conversation. I feel almost as I'm, as though I'm being coerced into creating a website sure. through my conversations with John. And uh, because I really don't see a purpose in it yet. Okay, let me ask you this. Like, I don't Do see you- a, do you feel yeah. like your value? I mean, do you personally feel like your business would receive value, or more directly, do you think your business would make more money if you had a website to attract people? I don't know. People would tell me yes. Like people who are in the marketing industry would tell me well, yes. Of course, because they're trying to sell you things. But I mean, you know, you're. I, dude, I'm going to tell you, you know, when you post our episodes on Facebook, like I see a big bump in download numbers. You're influ- you've got influence on Facebook and it's, it's, it's good. Um, I yeah. don't because I wrote Facebook off a long time ago. So I, I think Facebook's algorithm kind of does the same thing for me. So I don't really get a lot of traction or engagement on my posts on Facebook. I'm trying to build it up on Instagram, but I, the point being, you've got a very good and engaging audience on Facebook. Um, so, I mean, if that's a platform that works for you to build business, cool. Um, you don't necessarily need a website. To, you know, a website would be good for for nothing else, just to be an information portal where you can point to your other mm. social media. Um, mm-hmm. But if that's not where you're developing business, then, you know, spending money on it doesn't make sense. I mean, there, uh, you know, I was waiting to get a couple answers from you to see, you know, if this is something that I'd recommend you do on your own, which in which you can use Wix, W I X.com. 
from a designer's yeah. standpoint, I hate that. But from a, you know, just somebody who isn't in the industry, it's, it is simple to use. Um, even Squarespace isn't too bad, but Squarespace is paid. So, you know, it's, you know, really where you think you can best communicate with your audience or engage with them. Yeah. You know, I guess what I realized, what I'm realizing now, that if I had a website, what I would want it to do is I would want it to be a link on my social media that people who might not be comfortable with reaching out to me or asking for support could <clears> click <throat> on to get information, like you said, an information portal right. just to, to expand their awareness on what, what it is that I do. Yeah. And that would be very easy, very simple, like one page maybe two pages, like a page for information and a page for like content. Yeah. 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 Cause I have a, I have a Facebook page for my coaching. Um, and people still click on it, even though I've like hidden it. I thought I've hidden it because <laughs> I don't use it anymore. <laughs> I, I posted on it like two years ago and, uh, and people still click on it and said, and it'll show me like, Oh, you got eight views this week. And I'm like, fuck, people are clicking <laughs> on this. It's not showing them the side of me that I would want them to see right. if, if these people are clicking on it and I don't know who's clicking on it. So, so if there, if there's a way to make people more comfortable with me, that would be a reason to yeah. have a website. Yeah. So I, I know I asked you this previously and I know it was kind of going through a bit of a change. Do you have, I mean, do you have a, do you have a business name? Do you have a solid business name that you're using now? I do. It muse coaching, but I don't like it anymore. Okay. Or at least I don't like, I don't like, uh, I want something different. I just haven't taken the time to look into it or consider it. Okay. I mean, you know, I don't know a ton about it, but I, I'm fairly certain if you didn't want to, you know, refile things, you can just, you know, file a DBA where you keep the same LLC and then just, you know, doing business as Ernie's coaching or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, mm, yeah. And then, but once you do, the point I'm trying to make is, you know, once you do have a name that you love, you know, certainly before, well, before any design work, you know, get a logo that you love, you know, maybe hop on Fiverr or, you know, just talk with somebody who's, you know, good at logo design uh, to really get you something that can, you know, inspire creativity for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think I just need to come up with another way to attribute like words that, that define, honestly, that's, I'm, I'm really thankful that you brought that up. Um, that's really the only thing probably in between me and, and doing this website. And it's so funny now that I think about it, it's like, I'm afraid to committing to like a new <laughs> format or like what committing to what my coaching does, like in two words and, and using, using, uh, and creating a brand around it because I just feel like it's ever changing. But yeah, well, let me ask you this. I mean, I, 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 from our many, many conversations, I know this is what you want to do. And I know now that you've been laid off from um, the retail space that you don't want to go back because you've said those words. And so, you know, what is it you've, you've made goals surrounding money. You know, what is it you have to do to make those goals come to life and to make it so when all of this clears up, you don't have to go back to retail? Well, I would have, uh, I would have more money in the bank and then I would, I would have a process in which I'm confident in 
um, so a predictable income through through a uh, through certainty and a certain process. Like I'm still fine tuning this this process of onboarding, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would need more money. So like I would have more clients, and then I would I would have confidence around client creation. Yeah. How many coaching leads are you getting per month? Uh, you know, right now, eight, this month has been really, really good. good. Um, but, um, I mean, that's relatively speaking, man. I, right. Like, I want to, I want to, <laughs> I don't even want to go there yet. Uh, I would say, uh, to answer your question. I mean, if you're not comfortable sharing number, that's fine. The, the point, you know. No, I'm, it's not I'm, that. I don't fucking know, to be honest. I'm trying to like, count it in my head. Yeah. Uh, statistics are, are yeah. And then it's like, oh man, I can tell this is a frustrating conversation for me. <laughs> uh, like I, I've been, I've been really like living on the fence of like, I want to fucking bail and uh, I well, can do this. Like, what would you do if you bailed, man? So, what would you do? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I would, uh, I would wait for the, the another opportunity to arise, I guess. You know, right now I'm uh, reading Choke by Chuck Palahniuk. Um, if you don't know, uh, he's the guy who wrote Fight Club, and I wrote I read Fight Club a long, long time ago, and I just, I'm not really enjoying this book. That's aside from the point. Uh, the main character in the book he works for like a, a colonial era like reenactment place where you, people just go to like it's, it's, the way the character describes it in the book. It just seems miserable. You know the the things that he's put through by his boss, like people actually getting put in stocks because they're not following the rules. It just it's like that sort of anxiety that I feel going back to a job where I'm metaphorically put in the stocks because I'm not living up to the expectations of a manager. Like I can't I can't do that. I will never do that again. So I, I know. I, I know how passionate you are about coaching and I know how passionate you are about helping people. So I just, you know, I want to make sure that, you know, if, if you say that you're, there's a part of you that thinks you want to bail, like, I want you to make sure that you know, you know, where that's coming from and you know what that means for you. Totally. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I, I notice uh, it comes from the continual, confusion and the, the the various answers yeah that uh, that um that i receive yeah i it, I, uh, I get that um yeah and and so and and like i, I want uh i mean i don't know dude like hmm I mean, there's still so much work to be done. So I'm not like, I'm not, I just, I just noticed that continually comes up. There's yeah. so much work to be done before I can say that I've given it everything. Yeah. And, uh, and at which point I could bail. I'm like, oh, this just, this doesn't fit because I understand it in this way now. But, and there isn't any of that at this point. It would be me giving up to, um, to alleviate a certain type of pressure or a certain type of stress. I get that. Or confusion. Yeah, that's what it would be. So it's not like I mean that, but like I guess that it when it comes to leads <laughs> where we were in the first place, 
um, I, you know, I, I haven't tracked leads quality wise. I haven't, uh, converted anybody and, uh, yeah. So, and I'm just continuing that process. So. I'd asked about that because, you know, there's a, there's an equation that I don't know off the top of my head, but you know, you, let's just say you have 10 leads in a month. You get, you get to talk to 80% of them. So that's eight. And then you close, you know, 50% of those. So that's four. So if you need to, to convert four new clients per month to stay afloat or to do the amount of business you want to do, mm -hmm. that means you need yeah. 10 leads a month or, you know, t or more. Yeah. Um, so that's why I was, I yeah. was curious. Yeah. And, and that's, and that's, I guess where I'm, like what I'm seeking is like, is, is, is this, like if I was marketing, right, I could track how many people were clicking a link, how mm -hmm. many of those people were getting on a call and then how those calls went. And it's like my process at this point seems very ambiguous. It's like connecting with people and then inviting them to a call. And then, and so because of the ambiguity, um, I don't feel, I don't see a, a strong structure of like reliable structure. And, and so part of this, uh, for me to be able to leave and, and not have to go back, I would have to feel a sense of a reliable structure sure. of uh, client creation. And then it's like when, 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 when I, when I have that, or at least this is the story I make up when I have a reliable structure that I know works, um, then I can double down on something. You know, I could triple down on something to get a more result from it. And I guess that for the past three years and it's, and it's coming, it's coming together. Like it's more together than it was two years ago. Um, I guess that's what I'm most seeking is this reliable structure. Yeah. To confidently use time for it rather than, <laughs> you know, to go back to the original point of this, um, so HubSpot is a, is a great tool for that. Uh, you can create a pipeline uh, and then you can easily track, you know, people who are in different stages of your pipeline. And on top of that, I do believe HubSpot, HubSpot offers very basic web design tools. So if you have a domain name, you can just, you know, put something basic together where you can, people can schedule with you and then it'll automatically put them into your pipeline and then you can track them throughout the process. HubSpot. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's great. Yeah. Well, um, see, this is why, this is why, right. You know, when we get on the phone, I hit record cause we, we, we get a lot of good stuff beforehand, but, uh, for, for the sake of doing so, welcome back to the Mosaic Life podcast. Um, is this our first conversation amidst the the crisis or we have, have we done one within it? I think we talked to Lori and then we talked to, um, then we talked to Scott. I don't know if we talked and then we had like a talk you, you had, I think a talk in between that. So I don't think you're we've right. had a, a one-on-one -on -one since this whole thing started. I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, yeah. Uh, well, Ernie, how's it going, man? Thanks for joining me. Uh, you can hear Ernie is, uh, at home on his phone, you know, that's the best thing that we can do right now to stay connected, which is, you know, just fine. I'm, I'm getting over my, my audio neuroses. Um, but I'm, I'm just glad we're able to talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
as long as we as long as it's tolerable yeah it's, um, at yeah. this point i think it's going to be useful absolutely i agree with you yeah. yeah i agree with you so um you know how we 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 you know the other day i made a suggestion on you know how we want to shape this conversation and you know somewhat naturally we kind of got into it uh uh here in the last 15 minutes um but uh how you know how because this is the first conversation we've done since you know the world uh kind of slowed down a little bit how's everything going for you life feels good uh, overall depending on how much of this uh conversation <laughs> gets out there <laughs> um you know talking briefly before about just challenges and and uh moving forward in the face of confusion um, when it comes to money, when it comes to creating a business that is, uh, is predictable, something that is, is of service and, and predictable. That's been um, my biggest challenge. And, and, uh, and um, the, 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 the place where most of my um, internal like discomfort has to be addressed. Um, and, and I say that like, because it, it is, it's, it's painful when I'm confused. It can be painful when I'm confused. It can feel frustrating and, and I can want to not be in that place. Um, but, it, but I'm actually really thankful that I'm able to say that it's, it's building a business, something that I have no idea in a lot of places about, um, sometimes that it, it's in that place that I feel most of that pain because, uh, most of my life, I wouldn't have been able to build a business because I was so in pain about myself or so in pain about a relationship, in pain about being a parent. I couldn't handle um, those types of relational aspects of my life. Couldn't handle being alone without being lost in, you know, self-loathing and anger. Um, so it's, it's, it's the past, you know, four years of work that... Um, have prepared me to be the quote unquote stuck, you know, or, or to, to allow me to be in my home as much as I am and to have the capacity to be with it and, and to, to experience it in a, in a great way. So, you know, I'm, I'm having more time and more freedom to be with my family and be with myself and, and then also to work on my business. And I've been like, we were talking, um, learning from that place. So, so overall, um, I feel a lot of feel a lot slower. I feel a lot more um, freedom to be, and uh, and that's been really nice. I like to hear that because you know, as we thinking back, as we were developing this podcast, I know one of your primary considerations was you know how much time will that leave you to spend with your family, and you know it's kind of funny how all of this around us seems to be going haywire, but the net effect is that you are spending more time with your family. You're getting exactly what you want and, you know, you are making the best of the situation. Um, so it's, it's, it's good to hear that. Uh, I'm sure you, I'm sure your family appreciates that. Yeah. Most importantly, and this goes back to our conversation about like working jobs is that I get to choose what time of the day I spend with my family. 
yeah. like the time that I love to be with them the most and then being there, not, uh, oh, I can be with them this morning or I can be with them this evening or I can be with them on Saturday. But it's like, when do I want to be with them? And then shaping my, my life around that. So yeah, it's been, it's been really eye-opening. You know, I was talking to a, a friend of mine, a client of mine, and, uh, and she said one of the best things about being in this quarantine is that she has the time now to, to create her ideal life. So whether or not she has to go back to working part-time or whether or not, you know, this or that happens after this virus passes, she's taking this time to create what her ideal life would look like. When, when she has plenty of money or when she has plenty of time or, or whatever, what have you. So um, it's just an interesting way way to look at it. I, I wonder, um, for, I was just going to ask how you're doing and, and how everything's been for you. It's been good, man. Um, I've taken, the business hasn't slowed down, which I am extremely thankful for. Um, I find myself in a place where I'm, I'm comfortable and able to, you know, continue pursuing all that I've, I've been wanting to pursue. <clears throat> I'm also finding more time for myself and to do the projects that I've kind of placed on the back burner and just kind of reorganizing my life, my life in a way that I feel comfortable with. Um, I think I, t I told you at one point in time, you know, in my twenties, it wasn't exactly, I, you know, I look back at my twenties and I think, oh, that was, that was a great time. But you know, the, the things I set up were done hastily. And so I'm trying to go back and make sure that the systems and operations within my life are, are done in a way that are sustainable and they, they're reliable. So I can, you know, say, okay, my business needs to be running this way and it can do so without me being around or with, with, you know, me taking a day off. And I'm just, I'm, I'm thankful for the ability to slow down personally and, you know, seeing the world slow down a little bit around me. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice, man. You are, you are the systematic guy and I've admired it from day one and, and it's now seems to be like more fruitful than ever having created these systems. It was a lot of work. I have not always been that type of person, but it just, you know, it, it seems to make more sense to me now than it, than it ever has before. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so you know, it's a, go ahead. Well, I, I, I didn't, I don't know where we might transition into this, but I, I thought one, one, one thing to bring up there is just how, you know, in, it kind of relates to what we've we've both said here, and and that is um, using this time to implement those things that might bring about a more fruitful life in the future. So whether that's like using your time to 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 dive into different you know systematic approaches to your life, whether that's routine or time blocking or, or budgeting. Um, or, or using, using this time to like, to, to just create what it, what you would do if you had all of the, all of this time for the rest of your life, what, what would you do for yourself and what would it look like? What would it, how would it enliven, you know, your creativity and how would you utilize that? It's just a, it's a really, you know, in the midst of the, the emotional toll it could take for people, um, what would you, what would you do to, to make this the best day ever if you had 24 hours that you didn't have to commit to 
a job or um, what have you. Yeah, and you know, a sense of it is, I think a lot of people, or maybe this is my own, you know, the lens I'm wearing. Um, okay, I should say, you know, it's easier for me personally to see right now how short life truly can be. Where these people who were previously extremely healthy, we hear stories of them ending up in the ICU or even passing away. And so for me, it's realizing, okay, what do I want my new normal to look like? This normal we have now, this is temporary. You know, the, you know, being stuck at home, not being able to go out to restaurants, not being able to be in big groups, that's temporary. That, that will change. But this new normal for me, you know, what do I want that to look like in 6, 12, 18, 24 months? Do I want to go back to pushing up against deadlines, you know, living a little bit more chaotic of a life than I want to? Or do I want to have the comfort and the freedom to pursue creative outlets like writing, like building things, whatever, um, making that space has never been easier than it is right now. It won't always be that easy if things start to progress more quickly, which I'm sure they will because, you know, there's 8 billion people on this planet and we can't, you know, ignore them all. So what will my normal look like in one or two years? You know, uh, a couple of things, you know, one, I just, I keep, you know, a uh, fantasy keeps playing my mind and I use that word loosely. New Year's Eve, they always talk about, you know, leading up to the, to, to midnight, you know, everything that, you know, has happened throughout the year. And I just, I, I, I can't even imagine what New Year's Eve is going to look like this year. You're going to hear social distancing. You're going to hear lockdown. You're going to hear coronavirus. You're going to hear pandemic over and over and over again. And, you know, you think back to, 9-11 and everybody came together to, as one people, you know, to help each other out and to show their love and support. But that died, you know, that, that went away after not too long from 2001. And so I'm just wondering how long this, this feeling, this sense of we are better than what we've created, you know, will last. I'm hoping it lasts for, for, for quite a while because I'm seeing a lot of people really doing great things right now. I know that was kind of a monologue, but um, it's just, they're just the thoughts that have been going through my mind. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, and, you know, I'm not one to, to discuss when, when and, or how long before this is over. Um, and we do go back to whatever normal or, or, or what, what becomes the new normal if, if, if there's a, an entire shift. Um, but there, there is an aspect of wondering here about how do we instill, you know, like etch in stone the lessons we're, we're learning about us right now. Like what better time to integrate the most powerful lessons than, than a time where there's so much space in our day, in our life, and there's so much uh, of a, there's a slower pace. So, you know, I used this metaphor the other day, um, 
and there, and this is how I see it. Um, you know, with life as it was for me, there was, there was a quicker pace to it. It's just how I felt it. And, and some people that I've talked to about it say they felt the same thing. Maybe, maybe some people thrive on that. For me, I've enjoyed the slowing down. And, and what seems different for me is, is I'm imagining being in a, in a boat, like a wooden canoe or something. And I'm flowing down this river and there's a, there's a waterfall about 300 yards ahead of me, or, or let's say it like this. Um, I'm in this boat and there's, there's a hole in it. How about this? Yeah. I'm in this boat and there's a hole and, and, and the river is just rushing. And, and so like, not only is everything just moving so quickly, but there's this hole in my boat and you know, the pace of it all, it just seems much harder to focus on, on, on taking care of this hole when I've got to steer and I've got to make sure I'm not running into these other rocks and getting other holes. But when, when things have slowed down, it's like, okay, I'm on the lazy river and, uh, and there's a hole in my boat and I'm just like, getting it patched up, right? If I need to get out of my boat and, and look at the bottom of it, I can get out and it's, it's all good. Like the, it's much slower. So, so I wonder what it looks like for us, as, you know, individually, which is in the end, I believe the most important way to, t- to, to, to manage our world is individually, but then also on a collective level, how do we instill, um, you know, these changes so that when, when there is another shift or, or when things do reboot and, and come back online, that we've we've made the best of, of the time that we we had, and, and we're taking the best of that time forward with us. I, yeah, um, <clears throat> let me ask a simple question based on your metaphor. Would you rather be the person who is taking a cup and trying to, you know, uh, get the water out of your boat, you know, cup by cup? Or would you rather be the person who just patches, you know, sticks a plug in the hole and moves forward? You know, what is going to be more beneficial to you in the long run? I have to imagine plugging the hole is going to be the answer for the majority of the people, um, which is, you know, where we are right now. We're, 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 we're plugging the hole that has been a leak in our lives. You know, our, our attention spans have been leaking, our, our you know, our... our our, our love, our, you know, what have you, there have been all, all of these things that, you know, we were just diverting every aspect of our lives. And now we're kind of honed in on what we have right in front of us. And I think people are seeing that a lot more clearly now. And I really hope, I mean, you know, we, we, we go back and forth, you know, on the, the, the foundation of this podcast. And I, you know, I think if we had to really distill it down, it's, you know, let's be happy. Let's, you know, let's show other people how, to live a happy and fulfilled life. And it's, it's, it's seeing that it's, it's, you know, knowing that there's more to your everyday life than, you know, going somewhere from eight to six o'clock and being miserable coming home and still having that hangover from the past 10 hours. And, you know, projecting that onto your family, which, you know, makes for another four or five hours of misery and then wake up and repeat the next day. Just, yeah, I want, I don't I want so bad to allow or to help other people realize that there, there's so much more to that. So much more yeah. than that. Okay. So something's coming up now and I, and I want to pose it to you. Yeah. So there are, there are probably people who are feeling the same, like as we're talking about, you know, we've, we're at a point where we're like, let's utilize this time. It's not great. It's not the best. 
it's kind of um, disturbing, you know, to turn on the news and see what's happening in the world sometimes. But, but in my life right here, I'm going to utilize it as best as possible to make the best life. And then there might be, you know, other people who, who have already created a new normal in this for themselves that, that is, um, hmm, how do I say this? Or not created, like they've chosen to like create it this way, but are, are already like into a routine of, of this sucking, like this is right. the worst thing ever. And, um, and then, and then they just so happen to stumble on this podcast called the mosaic life and they click on this episode and and they're sitting there like oh yeah it's all fine and dandy you assholes like you're talking about taking advantage of it but i've got this 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 and this going on and i don't know what to do and uh so at this point in the conversation then what would you tell like like if you were to pose an assignment for these people that might be just like you know and i'm clearly i'm one of them in, in, in some respects, you know, we were talking about um, ways I would like to feel more right. confident about my business prior to, you know, starting up the episode here. Um, but but what, what kind of questions might you, this person ask themselves or how might they go about this process of renewal, you know, midway now through this or midway, who knows what, how far through this we are, what inning we're in, but... Right. Yeah. Do you have an idea of like specific questions or an exercise or, or what a person could do in this moment to change the next moment? Let me see if I can interpret and answer that question. Um, you know, the space I surround myself with is, you know, in regard to work and business, it's, it's the small business space, it's entrepreneurial space. And, you know, I, I network with a, a lot of small business owners every week and, some of us are doing well and some of us are struggling and the best thing that the people who are doing well can do is help those who are struggling, whether or not, you know, that's a, it's a mechanic, you know, if you, there's something on your car that you've been waiting to get fixed now is the time because, you know, for the majority of mechanics, they are still open because they are essential. Uh, restaurant owners, you've been hearing restaurant owners left and right, if you can afford it, support them, you know, get that carry out, get the delivery. Um, it's not, I don't know, everything has been in the last four years, hell, maybe longer, you know, the last four years is really, you know, all I've been paying attention to or all, you know, I was, when I grew up, I guess, you know, it's always been us versus them. And I'm, I'm sure it goes well beyond four years, probably 12 years, 16 years. I don't know. Uh, this is not us versus them. You know, the people who are outside the Ohio, um, uh, whatever it's called, uh, this, uh, this is embarrassing, the, the Capitol. Um, dude, where's the governor? What is the, the building? <laughs> the state house? The state house. Thank I you. I don't know. The state house. Yeah, no the idea. people who are outside <laughs> the state house, you know, protesting <laughs> Governor DeWine's decision to keep the public ha or healthy, you know, that's that's short-sighted. You know, I, I, I feel for you. I know that it sucks to have your business closed down. I do. 
but you know, if we don't be, if we're not in this together and you know, all of your customers die, like literally die because they were affected by this virus, then what are you going to do then? We all need to be a part of this together. If you've got a, a good friend who owns, you know, a, a small sh brick and mortar shop who is not essential, what can you do to help them continue to survive? If you, you know, if, if you're, if you're a landlord and you've got people, I posed a question yesterday on Facebook or one of a few questions. Um, can you, can you, uh, serve now and profit later? See, that's a yes or no question. If the answer is yes, then what can you do for people who are, who, whose answer is no. You know, if I, mm -hmm. as a web designer, who's been working from home for two years, if I can help a small business by making a couple updates on their website in regard to the virus now for free and build that relationship and struck or, and, and, you know, uh, grow that relationship into the future, I will of course do that because it's not going to cost me more than, you know, 15 or 20 minutes of my time to help them out. And then, you know, they, I have that, that referral source in my back pocket and, you know, I have a friend, I've got, you know, somebody I can trust moving into the future. So it's, it's not, this is, this is not us versus them. And it's, it's, it, and I, I will say this, if you think it is, you're extremely narrow-minded and short-sighted. Don't do that because literally we all can die from this both metaphorically and physically, you know, our businesses are going to take a hit and, you know, we physically can take a hit too. So we need to do everything we can to help everybody around us. Mm. I don't know if that answered your question, yeah. but and that's, you know, it answers, it answers part, part, some of it, you okay. know, this idea of how we can come together and how important community is through this whole thing. Um, I was in a conversation with the gentleman the other day um, and we, we came up with, we didn't like, we weren't like brainstorming for this idea, but it came through our conversation that community is the immunity right now. Yes. And, uh, and sticking together is, is an important piece, <clears throat> you know, and I was, was also considering you know, this idea of individually for those people who maybe they're not owning a business, like, but, but there's, there's levels of their lives, like you mentioned earlier, that they're, that are like wide open in focus now because, you know, things have been taking, taken away. They're not going to work every day. So they have to look at, um, their relationship or their, their, their eating patterns. Like they have to like look at them head on or how they might, um, have trouble focusing on their commitments and things like that. And I wonder um, if you have any ideas and we can like talk through this too, for that person who, uh, could utilize this time, but they're just like, how the hell do I utilize this time? Like, what am I great? Like I, I do have time now. How do I, how can I use it? Somebody help me out here. So, yeah. So you're basically asking, you know, where can somebody start to improve their life in regard to healthy habits, both, you know, nutrition wise and, you know, in regard to mental health. Yeah. Too. Like where would, yeah. Just your ideas on, on jumping off into that, you know, like, okay, yes, you're right. I, I see it's been three weeks now and I'm, I'm freaking out about this and that. And I realize they're not a big deal, but I don't know how to manage it. Like, what can I do to, 
start uh, absorbing insights from sure. this. Well, f- yeah. first and foremost, you know, get outside. You don't have to stay inside. You don't have to binge everything on Netflix or Disney+. Plus. Get outside. Go for a walk. You can maintain plenty of distance from everybody else. That, and, you know, I... I posted, I reposted on my Instagram at Trey Kaufman, uh, something from Dr. Rhonda Patrick. Um, vitamin D is extremely essential, especially when it comes to lung health. And I'm not a doctor. I don't nothing. I don't, I'm a big dummy when it comes to it. But there's a post that I reposted from Found My Fitness. Vitamin D is very good for lung health and especially in regard to COVID-19. It's not going to cure it, but just check it out. Um, Getting outside is a great place to start. If you're interested in eating healthier, um, there are so many people out there that I can, you know, make reference to. Uh, a friend of mine, Dr. Karen Nemec, she's a nutritionist as well. Good place to start, you know, from a personal standpoint. And Ernie, you know, I preach about this all the time. Cut sugar out of your life, man. I mean, it's just it's uh, it's 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 poison to me. Uh, but I mean, if you want to start somewhere, you know, just eating healthier, eating more natural foods is such a great place to start. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you bring up a good point, I think, by by touching on these multiple subjects is um, knowing knowing what it is that you that you want, knowing what it is that you want. That's it. Um, Like knowing what you would want to create from that. um, Being able to make those adjustments, you know, it's like. You can look at a map but if you're not sure where you're going, then there's no point in looking at a map. So, uh, the, you know, one thing that comes up for me is, is is taking some time to write what it is that you're seeing that you don't want. And then, like, what is the, I don't this is the wrong word, but maybe antithesis. Like, what's the opposite of that thing? Like, this is the thing you don't want. And then what is the thing that you do want? And and then start down that road. And, and I, love, I love just the simple idea of... Uh, of getting outside, how much for me that feels like it clears my mind, how much it gives me space, you know, internally to walk outside instead of being cooped up in a room or in a house. Yeah. Um, and and then from that, uh, you know, diet, diet seems so important to, to feeling good and, and to thinking clearly. I, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're good points. Yeah, I like I like what you said in regard to the roadmap. Um, I mean, of course, you can set out, you know, on a road trip without a destination in mind. But if you're going to go to a destination, you know, uh, find the best way to do so. Um, I don't know. Well, this seems random to me, but you know, as you said that. I started thinking about my end of year um, habit, I guess you can call it, where I and I got this from Tim Ferriss. Uh, you can you go back through your calendar from the year and see all the people who had, well, I guess both a positive and negative impact in your life. And, you know, this is predicated upon actually keeping a calendar and, you know, your appointments and whatnot. But I will go through look at all the appointments I had and, you know, go back and thank all the people who had a a grand influence on my life. 
uh, the year prior. Or, of course, you know, cut people out who are having or had a negative influence in your life. You know, I guess that can be used to really help build a system in which you can add more positive influences into your everyday. Um, you know, let's just say you met, you know, Tom at a networking function and, you know, Tom is a supplier for, as a retail supplier for, for, for kayaks and other outdoor gear. And you really had a, a great, you know, you really got a great feeling from Tom and you really enjoyed his company and, and you kind of started putting the piece together. Okay. I really enjoy, you know, these things that Tom was saying. I enjoy, you know, the industry that he's in. I really love being outside. What can I do to have more Toms in my life? Um, and just doing it, we, we are not, you know, we're not at the behest of other people. We are, we have the ability to, you know, going back to the very original idea of this podcast, we have the idea to create what our normal is, you know, whether or not it's amidst a pandemic or, you know, it's just another, you know, 20. 15. That's just a random year. But, you know, when we have the ability to craft our lives in the way we want, we want them. Um, and I just, I think now people are realizing that more than they ever have before. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I really wonder how people are doing, you know, cause most of our connection not that it's any different than seeing people in person, but it's uh, it's virtual or it's um, via posting and and things like that. I, I just really wonder, like for me, I've made it a habit of looking at things I don't like or don't feel good about and finding a way that I feel more good about and just like incrementally doing that. And I just really wonder for people are, is that is that happening for people that maybe it didn't happen for prior to this or is it you know, more numbing finding more creative ways to to deaden the pain or to deaden the the feeling of I need to change this or I don't like this and I'm ignoring it. You know? Yeah, I do. I mean, you're, you're, you're asking if, if people are finding vices to, you know, ignore the situation that we're in, right. you know, alcohol, drugs, what have you, or am I, am I getting that wrong? Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Is it like, like, you know, my, my hope, my hope, this is what I'll say. My hope is that people are, like staring at the train because they don't have somewhere else to look, you know, like they, there's, and, and that they're like, okay. And I have plenty of time. So let me get out of the way of this train <laughs> while I have all this time. But, but I wonder like, I guess in this moment, I'm, I'm like reeling for the way to serve people towards that more. I guess is what's happening for me in this moment, because my fear then on the other hand of that is that people are just finding other ways to ignore the train. 
Well, you know, we can only talk about what we know or what we perceive. And so, you know, if there happens to be somebody who's listening to this where they're screaming at their phone or computer or car and saying that's not how this is, you know, the only way we, we have to learn is to talk. And so, you know, we'd love to take that. We'd love to have the opportunity to serve in whatever way we can. You know, I don't think yeah. Ernie or myself would ever claim to have all the answers, but we want to have our minds open so we can take as many of them in as we, as we possibly can. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, naturally I believe that people want the best for themselves. And so I, I just really want, I guess, to encourage people or to implore that people nurture that side of themselves right now. You know, I didn't realize some of the frustrations I had about my business until I was talking through them with you. And, and there are so many insidious places in our lives that we continued to just like, as that thought comes up, just push it back away as quickly as possible. And we've gotten into such a habit of doing that. You know, the way that, the way that our partner talks to us, you know, we can't quite put our finger on why it does this thing, but it does this thing. It's, but instead of addressing it, it's like up oh, back to the side. Like, is there something within me that I can become more clear on that would change the way I felt about this moment in this interaction in their tone or in the way they're speaking to me? Or is there something that I want to say or address? Is there a need of mine that I need to address here? Uh, but, but then, but then we just like, for some reason, whether it's fear or doubt or insecurities might push that away. And, or it's, uh, you know, it's looking, looking in the mirror and, and not being at peace with the work that we've done to create the type of person we are. And, uh, but then it's like, Oh, I just won't look at the mirror. And right, so these things are like right in the right in the headlights right now. We're like literally staring at the train because you can only watch so much Netflix before it doesn't serve the purpose of yeah. of, of distraction. You know, only scroll Facebook so many times before it doesn't serve the purpose of distraction. And, uh, and I and I hope that like whether whether they seem insignificant or or they seem like the way to the world that people might use this time to get as clear as possible on it, you know? Yeah. And, and one of the ways that, that I think by far is, is could be the most powerful is just either write it out or speak it out, you know, having these conversations with people, and, and in isolation, I mean, this has been like the whole theme, like alone together um, in isolation. You know, some of some people could be like, this is great. I don't have to deal with people, insecurities like my, my social social distancing is great because I have all these social insecurities and things like that. And then they might like just hide up in their house and and then find ways to, to alleviate the pain. And then but, but then if if a person 
you know, could really take the time to, whether it's like by themselves in a journal, write out the experience that they're having or the experiences that they're having and, and the difference in that they would like to experience or pick up the phone and talk to somebody that they trust and say, this is what's happening for me. And, um, and I don't, I don't know what to do and, but this is what I want. And just, you know, one, getting it off your chest and then two, like getting the clarity of, of speaking it out or writing it out in order to get a fresh perspective on it. And, uh, and then utilize the time to do the research right? There's no excuse now. Like, okay, I know the problem. Now I can do the research and figure out ways I can solve that problem, ways that I can change my outcome. And then, and then take the rest of the time to like, to enact it, to enact the solution. Okay. (laughs) And now I still have more time. Well, let me, what did work? What didn't work? And how can I adjust? Yeah. Um, a couple of things, In regard to writing it out, I love that idea because it forces us to be alone with our thoughts and, you know, what we're doing. You know, one problem that I have and I'm sure many identify with is when I write, I write with the intent of publishing. Um, If any of you are in that camp, you know, in this particular practice, don't feel that pressure. You know, this is an exercise for you to get an understanding of what's going on in your mind, in your world. Um, on top of that, Ernie, I was hoping you might be able to recommend how people can sit alone with their thoughts. Uh, for people who have ne- never meditated before, perhaps people who hold negative, or I'll use negative, but that might not be the best word, feelings toward meditation because it's just, it's quote unquote, just not them. How can they sit for a few minutes to get a clear grasp of, you know, what's going on in their mind. Yeah. Uh, the one that I love the most, it's been most effective for me. Um, and I'll preface it by saying this. Um, it seems that there are really like deep connections ingrained in our system between thoughts and actions. And so, you know, a certain thought of being unsafe, you know, whether that be in a, in a conversation, in a social situation, just like this feeling of unsafe that then habituates like a, a closure or a detraction or even like leaving completely, uh, like walking away. Or it could be like um, a thought about um, food that in 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 an instant <laughs> if i can speak in an instant uh, we might be up and at the fridge you know like this it's like these thoughts connect to our body so so concretely over the course of our lives that one of the most practical reasons for me to ha- like enjoy not enjoy necessarily all the time but to um find progress through meditation is setting an intention of being, being still um, and then noticing the thoughts. So, so a lot of times I hear people, and I think we've had this discussion on here is, is the idea of meditating means to be, to, to get yourself to a place of thoughtlessness, but I don't necessarily notice that to be the entire piece 
Um, and, and at least for me, the very elementary piece was just being able to sit still and have thoughts and not habitually move into those thoughts like I would typically do. And, and when that happens, like I'm not living in my action of my thoughts, I'm just living in a moment where I can see my thoughts now. So it's like disconnecting this wire between the thought and the movement of the body or the thought and the speaking out or lashing out or saying this thing that you might regret later or, or however it shows up. So it, it like we are um, short circuiting the system if we sit still and set the intention to sit still and not move for X amount of minutes, five minutes, three minutes, 25 minutes, whatever, an hour. Um, and, and, and when we break up that, that um, unconscious action that we, we typically live from. And then we also get to see our, our thoughts from like a, a movie screen rather than living into them all the time. Uh, and, and then I'll say, like, you can do that for, like, five minutes and and feel different. And you can also notice um, more about yourself than you've ever noticed. And then you can also do it for an hour. You know, people might think this is ridiculous because we live in a society where we're constantly doing something, watching something, reading something, scrolling something, cooking something, speaking with somebody. And, and to say, like, sit down for an hour in the middle of nowhere and do nothing it just sounds ridiculous. Like what could I achieve by that? But, but not only are you then disconnecting the wires and, and being able to see your consciousness differently, but those thoughts then start to fall away. And so you, when you disconnect them for long enough, they start to fall to the side and you feel completely different. And then actually you come from a deeper place of consciousness of, of humanity. And, and so I guess I, I of course took it to the, the limit there saying 60 minutes, like, is powerful, but it, it has become a powerful practice, but doing it for five minutes is really like the most elementary way that we can start to see how robotic um, you are. And I don't say this, to, like judge people that like, you're, you're robotic. So you need to go sit and disconnect your thoughts from your actions. Like that's who I am. I'm robotic right. in so many ways still. So in so many ways still. And, and the only way for me to be clear on my, on, on where I'm programmed to be this robot from my history is to sit still and see this impulse to constantly get up and move or this impulse to be angry when I think a certain thought or the impulse to eat when I think a certain thought and uh, to relieve that tension in there. You know, in regard to disconnecting that circuit, that <clears throat> what you said reminds me of an exercise that I, I did, and I think I was doing it when you and I first met. Um, again, like so many things, got it from Tim Ferriss, who I think I got from somewhere else, uh, uh, he would wear, and subsequently I wore, a silicone, silicone bracelet. And so every time I complained about something or got angry about something, I would force myself to take it off and switch wrists. Not exactly a punishment, but it made, made me be cognizant of, you know, when I was being negative. And even though I'm, you know, two or three years removed from wearing that bracelet, I am still overwhelmingly positive and still do my absolute best at not complaining because I know what kind of rabbit hole that leads me down. And of course you can take that exercise for anything in your life, you know, whether or not that's, you know, having the desire to eat something bad, you think about it, you give that thought, you know, the focus, and then you realize, okay, I have the desire to eat some crap that I shouldn't eat, switch wrists. Um, at least you're able to disrupt that 
flow of information in your mind and realize that you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Bringing awareness to it. That, that's literally a, like a 20 minute monologue. I just can't <laughs> say myself was just about bringing awareness to Absolutely. the way your thoughts move you. And in, in a simple practice, like switching a, a bracelet from one hand to the other, from one wrist to the other, you know, the first 12 times you get angry, you might not do it. And then you see it on your wrist. You're like, Oh crap. You know, I right. haven't switched it. And then, but then you do it and then, you, you know, and then you go maybe three or four times and then, Oh crap. You know, I was angry and I didn't switch it. Okay. I'll switch it. But then eventually, you know, you're, you're getting ready to say that angry thing or you're getting ready to, you know, punch your steering wheel and you're like, Oh, I got to switch my bracelet. You know, Oh, I'm angry. And like, look, look what's happening. You start to step back even further and further from it. Yeah. Man, when you said punch your steering wheel, that, that feeling felt all too real. I, that's exactly why I started wearing that bracelet in the first place. Cause I was just a, an angry person on the road. And I, I felt so entitled to the, you know, meter of road space that I occupied for any split second. And I, I'm just, it's not worth it. It was not worth it. So that, yeah, that changed everything for me. Mm, yeah. Well, and Ernie. Process, you know, what I really want to say lastly here is, it's like, find a way to be nice to yourself. You'll be amazed. Right? It's just so easy. Yeah. You'll be amazed if, if, if you, I mean, just, you'll be amazed that, you know, once you start being nice to yourself, how much nicer you are to other people. And I know that sounds, that sounds silly on the surface, at least to me, but it really is true. Yeah. You know, it's, it's so easy to, to be negative to ourselves. And honestly, I think in the end, some, some of us are even kinder to other people than we are, you know, to ourselves and whatever, whatever place a person is in, in this whole thing, whether it's, wanting to grow a business bigger or wanting to get their website figured out or wanting to lose weight and still work out, even though they can't go to the gym or just wanting to be sane in the midst of four children, a husband and, and two people trying to work from home, you know, just being a little bit kinder to yourself and realizing, okay, I am doing my best with what I have and, and I'll get better through this process and I can, whatever it is you have to say, but cultivating a voice of compassion that can carry us through those moments where we don't have any idea of the next step or we don't, you know, feel like doing anymore. Um, it can be invaluable, especially if we're, if we're a bit trapped based upon sanction right now. Yeah. I couldn't have said any better. Um, before we kind of wrap this up, is there uh, is there anything you're changing right now, or anything that you're focusing on that you haven't given focus to that you've been wanting to do? The, the thing that comes up, and it's not like a practical thing, like working out more. Yes, I've been <clears throat> I've been focusing on working out at home instead of going to a gym. I've been focusing on how can I, you know, create a diet that's better. Um, but the thing that comes up most at the top of my list is discerning 
for myself and uh, what I want, what's true for me, what direction to go, what to do this moment, discerning. There's so much noise of how to do this and that. Like since this fucking thing started, man, I've gotten so many emails about how to better my life through this. Like I've subscribed to so much shit the past (laughs) four years that like, and every one of them is like, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. And this is how you do it. And God, it can be so noisy at times. And so for me, discerning what's true for me, giving myself enough space to, and and enough compassion to, to make a decision from all the noise, like using it, like listening to it, hearing out every of these, every one of these people that say, this is one way to do it. This is a way to do it. And this is a way to do it. Okay. Which one feels right to me. And then, then having the, the cojones like to, to, to follow my own intuition and, and take the success and the failure myself from that choice. So being more discerning is what I'm using this time to practice that I haven't always been articulate with. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Trying to, you know, I may have touched on this, trying to ground myself in my passions. Um, You know, I I made a list the other day of all the things that I've kind of put on the back burner um, over the last six months, Um, kind of passion projects. uh, You know, my, uh, my reading newsletter is one of them that I, I aim to relaunch this month. Um, so identifying, you know, what it is that I, I want to accomplish and then making the time and the space for it. Um, you know, on top of that, you know, when I started, when I decided to go off on my own into business, you know, it wasn't because I wanted to be my, I mean, it was partially because I wanted to be my own boss. Um, it was never because I wanted to make a ton of money. It was because I wanted to, to, to boil it down. It was because I wanted to make my own hours. I wanted to have the time to do what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it and still have, you know, the capacity to do the work I needed to do. And so, you know, I generally speaking, when I say my passions, I mean, running, rock climbing and mountain biking, um, there's no place to rock climb right now. So that's, you know, on the wayside. Uh, I don't have a mountain bike at this very moment. So I haven't been able to do that. So I've been running a lot. Um, I did 75 miles in March, which was a personal best. And I'm, I'm on track to do a hundred this month, uh, which has been great. Um, so just really, you know, making the things that I, making the reasons why I started my business, a foundational part of my life. Yeah, that's great, man. Yeah, so I've I've um I've been thankful for that, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, well thank you for sharing. It yeah. feels really good to hear um the intention that you put in your life and and the way that you continue to fine tune it. Your your process is just becoming more and more useful at, in you know, in in uh, shaving off the the fat, as they say, you know, just cutting around the edges. And, and I imagine this, like, you know, Michelangelo, when he, or any sculptor, they take a giant block and then they, they don't, like, they don't build the sculpture. They cut it away from 
That's a great point. One of the things, and it feels like that's that's what you're able to do with with the work that you've done so far in your life. Oh, thank you for saying that. Thank you. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I you know I look forward you know really before this all was really ramping up you and I had talked about jumping into a cold lake together which I I'm, I'm sorry to say we have not done that yet but I, I look forward to hopefully someday in the near future uh, we find a, a way to take a cold dive together because that that sounds like a like a, a great mental practice and a lot of fun to do oh man yeah as you say that I'm like it's been two weeks since I've been in the cold plunge and I need to get back in there yeah that's a good reminder I look forward to it too man yeah I look forward to I don't know, man. A lot. I look. I look forward to continuing to see this uh, this thing grow. We've had <laughs> we've had some great, and I, I truly mean it. Some so the last two collaborations or interviews we've done have been fantastic. We've got two more oh, yeah. uh, on the hot plate yeah. right now that I, I can't give a release date uh, to yet, but uh, really excited about them. Yeah, yeah. I really love the the interviews we do, and if if anybody hasn't. Uh, taking some time to to check out any of those the last two actually any of them have and been yeah. really really good absolutely and they just keep getting better whether it's like you know as interviewers we're growing and then of course we, we're getting people from all over the board to bring in their insights so i would definitely encourage anybody to look at those to listen to those yeah and this may be a personal thing but i, I am really excited to say like you know we may be a quote-unquote Central Ohio podcast, but are we're interviewing people from all over the country. Scott was from California. He's in Texas now. Lori's in Colorado. Uh, where, where's Jason? Mm-hmm. Uh, he is in Arizona. Awesome. Yeah, so we are... Yeah. We're just getting interesting people from all over the, the map right now, and that's that's what we will continue yeah. doing. Yeah. Well, brother, thanks for thanks for doing this. I I always appreciate it. It's um, you know sometimes it it's necessary to just sit down together and, and talk and just ground ourselves, and that's what these are good for for me. So thank you. Yeah, likewise, man. I appreciate it. Well, take care, and I, I'm sure I'll talk to you soon. Take care, guys. Thank you all again so so much for taking the time with us. Um, we hope you enjoyed, as always. Uh, if you did, please feel free to leave us a five-star review. That helps us so, so much in uh, getting our word out there about the podcast and helping us get better and better guests on the show. Follow us on Instagram at One Mosaic Life. And uh, if you have any questions, please feel free to email us onemosaiclife at gmail.com. Lastly, if you are so inclined, at the bottom of our show notes, there's a link where you can click support this podcaster. Of course, we're not going to go out of our way asking for money, especially right now. But honestly, the best way you could support us is if you share this episode. Share this episode, share a previous episode with your friends, your family, your social network. Just getting the opportunity to have others listen to what we produce helps us grow as a podcast and as individuals. So no matter how you show your support, we thank you. We hope you stay healthy and we will talk with you again soon. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation.